Welcome, you guys. This is Richard Sachs, and you're on Lost Arts Radio, and this is a special event with our friend Dr. Gabriel Cousins, and this could be the first of a series. That's the idea that we have in mind, actually suggested by Dr. Cousins, and it's going to be called Conversations with Gabriel. And I just want to say to begin, before we hand it over to Dr. Cousins, that he is a friend of ours who's been on the show many times. He's done series of educational material. This is going to be more geared toward current events and spontaneous conversations with no planning and of what we're going to say. Of course, we, we never script anything on this program, but um, this is going to be relating to what's going on in the world right now, and it's a response to the acceleration of dark and light that are coming together in some kind of a crescendo of what's been building up for many thousands of years at the least. Uh, Dr. Cousins is an incredible medical doctor and teacher and author of many books on nutrition and spiritual consciousness and uh, lots of things. And in my mind, he's one of those great doctors who survives the programming of medical school and comes out with common sense and logic still intact, which is really an accomplishment considering the heavy-duty cult training that goes on even more so now. And he came out, instead of being a drug dealer, being a, a global teacher, um, I'm going to be the one just have, participating in this conversation. I've been much more under the radar myself since the mid-1960s as an independent health scientist and getting very quickly, or actually gradually from that point, more into more and more into consciousness and how the two fit together. And my focus now is on how we can get back to our true normal sense, not what's common, our awake, conscious uh, condition. And then not just have that for ourselves, but use it to help transform the world in a way that is the opposite of the direction of our rulers right now. Uh, I don't think it's been done in known history, I, I'm not aware of anything anything like that happening, but I don't see any reason not to do it for the first time. So that's my focus, and I'm a private consultant and a radio host and a ongoing research scientist. So that's where we're coming from. Uh, Dr. Cousins is going to introduce what we're doing here, and uh, we're going to do some physical movement to start just to get the body involved, and I'll let him explain where we're going with that. So Dr. Cousins, welcome. Okay, thank you, Richard. Uh, it's a joy always to be working with you. We have worked together for many years, uh, really, when I was living and you were living in Sonoma County. Right, exactly. So, um, good. Um, one correction. Um, I was, uh, with medical school, I noted two problems. One is they were really not scientific. And I come from a scientific background. I'd already published in college uh, papers in biochemistry and biophysics. And it was like, where's the science here? Right. Now, that was a, a disillusion. Of course, now I see this, the science was never really there. Um, and you know, just talking about, what, talking about what real science is could be many shows just in itself. Yeah. But, you know, what we're seeing today in the hospitals and what's going on, it's very, very uh, concerning. Right. So the other thing is consciousness. I can't say I was on a spiritual path 
in medical school or before that, I was interested. But the lack of consciousness, which again is what we're seeing today, except for a few really outstanding doctors, is also kind of this, what I saw then is also what we're, we're seeing. And that is very sad for me um, to see that uh, even now what's being practiced has even gotten worse. Um, so, um, but that was all there. And that was like, yeah. So I, I, I would say because of that, I developed a real strong, let's say, uh, resistance against their story. Because I saw the fundamentals of their story weren't there. Did, it's did an you interesting see, thing. Were you outspoken about that during school? Yeah, but mostly I, uh, enough to rock the boat. Uh, yeah. But not enough to get in trouble, okay? Good, good, yeah. But I lived in central Harlem. I went to Columbia Medical School, and I was very social activist outside. Okay. working with uh, organizing in Central Harlem and uh, a variety of different things. So um, so I just kind of like stepped away from it. I participated, you know, I was in the top third of my class. And, you know, that's fine. But so I, I was, uh, but I kind of removed myself from the whole setting at the same time. Okay. You know, as a, as a just, this is not acceptable. Yeah, well, that inner detachment probably helped you survive the experience. Too. That's exactly my point. That's what I'm saying. You know, I wasn't fighting. It was like, this is too off. Okay, yeah. so that's just a little footnote, uh, which I haven't actually shared so much about medical school. It's a long time ago. I'll, I'll say that. Now, um, Richard and I uh, thought that it, would be really uh, fun for both of us and for everyone else to kind of hear an ongoing dialogue about what's going on in the world because that kind of dialogue allows us to share in a way that people can also expand their perspectives. And obviously we share a basic perspective, but it's still expanding perspective it's an interchange uh, that I think uh, is beneficial to us, but really to everyone who listens. So that's kind of the model of the program. Today we we are going to start with a paper we just put out called uh, The Radio Contamination That's in the, uh, <clears throat> the Bioweapon Injection, which nobody has really talked about but it's a very important topic. So uh, that's why this program, while starts radio, is the way it is, because we dwell into, delve into things that aren't what's usually what people are thinking and talking about. Right. So uh, that was where we are with that. Were you going to say something, Richard? Oh, no, just that I think it's important. A lot of people might think we need, we should take the easier way out of staying acceptable. And the only problem with that is, you know, if we don't tell the truth, we harm our own consciousness, first of all, and we lose a chance to raise everybody else up as well. So I think noncompliance, mass peaceful noncompliance, 
starts with telling the truth, you know, and it's it, the foundation. It ties right into what you were saying about the lack of real science, because it used to be real science is you. It's not an ego point of view. It's like you're happy to be shown what you think is wrong because you get closer to what's right. And everybody's just cooperating to find out what's true. And now it's been replaced with memorizing acceptable information. And I think we need to turn that back. Well, there people can see how that hasn't taken us to uh, any clarity, which may be on purpose, but we'll just <laughs> go there. Um, All kinds of directions. What I like to do be, as we start is do a little prayer, merging the heavens and the earth, the heart and the mind. And when we really talk about information, the, the wisdom of the heart is part of how we begin to interpret information. And that's what we hope we're, we're able to offer to you is not just a political analysis, but a wisdom of the heart in considering it. So here's the prayer. Amen. And just feel that integration. Wisdom of the heart. Open it up. Okay. Now, we're also going to start with a little meditation, getting a little dance and meditation to get ourselves ready to receive the kind of the dialogue. So I do teach a meditation. Um, and it's the name that Moses received from the burning bush. Yoda on the in breath, uh, hey on the out breath, wa on the in breath, hey on the out breath. Yoda from the base to the heart, hey out to the heart. Wa from the base to the third eye, hey out to the heart. And we just, that's our, our way of setting uh, the integrating the heart and the mind. And we'll, we'll probably meditate, you know, eight minutes or something like that, just short, just to set it. And and then we're going to do dance, and dance is a way of uh, bring yourself to uh, an inner joy that helps you get a, get away from your mind. And, and getting away from your mind, of course, is what we want to do to have a kind of a higher level discussion and also have more fun. So we dance for three minutes uh, as a way of kind of clearing our mind, getting rid of excess thoughts, baggage, you know, uh, the day's activities and things, and just being present. So we're going to start with three minutes of dance. And then a little bit of meditation, a little bit of meditation. And the only other thing about meditation is that the energy comes through uh, my eyes can help uh, awaken your your energy. Let's see. What okay, Doug Ron.
Okay. So, just focus now. We're going to go into meditation for about eight minutes. So just look, see the energy coming through my eyes. And do you. Here we go. Remember to tell people what what you would like them to do for the meditation. Just repeat the name, the mantra, Yoda, and then breath. And the out-breath. and then breath. And the out-breath. Until your mind's quiet. And then you let go of the mantra. And you're just in the silence of the mind. And the meaning of the mantra again? It's It's the... Name of God that Moses received from the burning bush. And it's the God is grace, which is what we need in this world. As much grace as possible right like now. That. And and pronounce it once more slowly, please. Yod and then breath. Hey and then breath. Wah and then breath. Hey and then breath. Okay. And yod from the base of the heart. Hey out to the heart. Wah from the base to the third eye. Hey out to the heart. And just do it until your mind's quiet, and then you let go. Because it's just to help you focus and quiet the mind.
Okay, slowly come out of meditation. And now we're ready to play. So what do you want to talk about? Well, I, I think uh, we just came out with this radio contamination is probable in the vaccine bioweapon. Okay. And it it's something that concerns me uh, as I have written about the problems of radiation really back in 2008. Um, and they're actually very serious long-term problems. Uh, Dr. Groffman, who, who wrote many books on the problems of radiation, has said intracellular ionizing radiation in any level is can create cancer and ultimately be lethal. And what we're we're seeing that we're I'm going to say, as we said, the word probable is, is an important little piece here. We don't know for sure. We have reports from whistleblowers, but we have uh, this, um, e, the bioluminescence, the glowing that they talk about. And there is a, uh, a substance that they put in, but it shouldn't make humans glow unless there's additional radiation. So the luciferase, it can make smaller organisms grow, but not for humans. That needs some something else, some other radiation, uh, radioactive nucleotides, radioactive graphene, different things to create the glowing. So based on that, uh, Nani Crystal and myself kind of wrote this uh, paper looking at all the aspects and we documented it pretty intensely as, let's say, the third level. So we have the spike protein, okay, and that's kind of uh, one uh, pretty important thing. And the in-body nanotechnology with the graphene oxide and hydroxide which is a design in a, in a sense to um, <clears throat> transmit literally your existence at the intracellular level, at a DNA level, so that you can be controlled, monitored and controlled outside the body like satellites. So those are two pieces. And this is the third thing, which, which is, again, uh, a lethal uh, potential over the long run, uh, but you know, in the short one, we're talking about increasing your your cancer and so forth, the rates of cancer. So this is kind of what we're talking about. This becomes particularly important when we look at the research showing that the spike protein attacks the p53 gene, and the p53 gene is what allows a cell to regenerate and repair itself. Now, if that's being attacked and then it it can't repair itself, then we have a, a, a significant amount of disorder going on in the system. 
And the radiation then further contributes to that in a more serious way. So that's kind of the overview of, of uh, our concern. Um, there's a lot more to it, um, but it's likely, highly likely, that that is what they put in based on the glowing effect. So that's kind of the idea. What do you think about that? Is there any uh, indication of what material you're talking about that would be an element in the injection that is radioactive? Well, because as, as we know, there, radioactivity has to come from a decomposing uh, atom of some kind, right? Yeah. So when Whistleblower talked about platinum, we also have the radioactive, the, the graphene oxide is another one. We really have um, some radio-attenuated viruses. It's another thing to put in. There's about five different things. Um, we had the radioactive luciferase, and then there's radioactive liposomal uh, qualities which get absorbed from the injection into the cell wall. Which, which you need for the, the lipid part. Um, and then you have the radioactive phospholipids. So there's a series of, there's five different ones that are involved. And then, uh, so that's what we're talking about. There's not just one uh, element there. Um, and then there's phosphors, which are kind of a compound that when they're, uh, mixed with the radioisotopes can cause a glowing. Our, our key symptom is glowing, which people have heard about under the uh, black light. You can see glowing going on. And uh, it takes more than just uh, a little bit of, of the uh, luminescent part of that to cause glowing. Do you remember in the old days when people used to be allowed to go to music concerts and not stand six feet apart? And some of the ones that I remember from the 60s in the Fillmore in San Francisco, back when it was habitable for humans and there weren't the same things going on there, um, they gave out posters for each concert about, you know, big posters. And under a black light, which they had in the concert hall, these posters would glow. Do we know what makes those, you know, paints that they use glow? What were they using? Well, I think they were, were using something like this luciferase. Okay, you know. Or something similar to that. Yeah. I, I don't know enough uh, beyond that. We know that luciferase, since it ends with ASE, it's probably an enzyme, right? That's usually how they name enzymes. Yes, and somehow it interacts to activate this glowing effect. Is that enzyme similar to what some of the fish and other creatures swimming around in the deep, dark ocean use for light to catch? Definitely, definitely it's, it's the same. It's, 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 it's what you see in fireflies, too. Okay, okay, interesting. So it's a real glowing substance. And at that level, it's not harmful. In that form. No, no. See, what I'm saying is that that's just luciferous. We're talking now, 
add to for humans, that isn't enough to make you glow. They right. need to add the radioactive part. Okay, and where the glowing has been observed is people that ha- have the thought to put a black light on what the injection site or just anywhere on the body. Well. The injection site's one. The other one is where people, their veins glow. Okay. And I've seen that with people, too. It's like, okay, something's really not right here. Why is it that the black light activates the ability to see it? That I don't know. You know, it's just an observation that it, it does seem to... Okay, it's interesting. Yeah. But the main point, though, is, is that... We're looking at a third level of toxicity. Like these folks are extremely sophisticated. Uh, and we're looking at that level. It's like, okay, why is this happening? Because, but we know in the long run, these are very, very detrimental to your overall health. Right. So there's different kinds of toxic elements in the injection. One is, it's not, you know, people think of toxicity like eating arsenic or something. But mRNA technology, for example, is can be classified as toxic because it degrades normal DNA, right? Well, it reprograms the make spike protein. Right. So, so in look, a, at, look at it the big way. There's the research is saying at least 28 organs. And the latest kind of update about it is it, you get the spike protein uh, getting into the all those different organs. Those organs begin, to, not just the immune system, but the organs begin to produce spike proteins and that destroys itself. So what do you call a, um, a substance like mRNA? Uh, injection that is maybe not in what you're saying toxic in itself, but it causes the body to produce its own toxin. Right. Well, I call it biochemical warfare. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good name. Right. I mean, we know it. I think it just came out today in the Pentagon. You know, from the Pentagon that that uh, Fauci was actually. Uh, <clears throat> developed this to do what it did, and, and uh, he planned to release it. But they said no, and, you know, uh, as a bioweapon. Right. That was when it was going to be released, I think, on an, in an airborne form, not as an injection. In, uh, in that China. was his suggestion, aerosol. Bubble. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reasons it got released the way it is and the injection is the main piece because there's much more in the injection many 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 different types of things uh, that affect your mind uh, can literally link to higher um, satellite type technologies that can then feed back to you and affect your thoughts and as well as things that are just plain toxic if they're going to make you die sooner like the radiation yeah and i want to bring up an important point that we're we're not doing this just to make everybody feel hopeless this is the background to solutions so that you know what has to be solved and right and the other thing that 
comes to mind is that people are unfairly saying this is a vaccine that doesn't work. That's not true. It's working great. It's just what it's working to do may not be what you really want to have happen in your body. It, uh, it's, it's a bioweapon. I think it's uh, pretty clear that that's what we're talking about. And it's a very clever way they have of getting people to do it by creating mass fear, kind of a mass psychosis fear. Uh, and people are into fear. And probably why they're into fear, because they don't know that we are immortal. Uh, There's so many aspects to that. It's also a perfect outgrowth of the germ theory that ignores terrain and say that if there's a terrible microorganism, of course, every like forget it, you're toast. There's nothing you can do. Everybody's dead. Except if you, except if you have the miracle injection, of course. And one of the, the keys is just to clarify what terrain means we can call it your overall immune system, your overall body vitality that the, what we, or vital life force. And that vital life force, when it's strong enough, can overcome many of these toxic attacks. And then the terrain is how healthy you are. And we right. notice clearly they focus on the vaccine. They don't talk about vitamin D and zinc and vitamin C and vitamin A. Uh, which are clear protectors against this. Uh, rather, um, uh, you know, the COVID is not exactly a serious disease. Do people die? Of course. But do people die of the flu? Of course. But they've scared people. And the real toxin is the mental toxin that's been created. And what sets you up to die from these conditions, natural conditions like flu and things like that, is nutrition and lack of overwhelming toxins. Right? That and there's one other thing. Uh, attitude internally. But Yes, but there's about 75%. I just saw the data today uh, that, that 75% of people die. I had four health preconditions like diabetes, obesity, and so forth. So they're, okay. Okay. they're very vulnerable to this. Which those, pre- condition, those pre-existing conditions are also indications of a lack of that tissue integrity and vitality. That's right. That's right. So the people who are dying are more, uh, 75% are in that category. Right. Uh, and so I think that's an important thing is that what the big message from a health point of view is, Get healthy, eat well, exercise, take certain nutrition to kind of balance this kind of attack. So this is the real solution. So the radiation solution is something that uh, in this paper, which you can find at uh, drcousins.com or treeoflife.mn.co, which are two places, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah. What we're what we're we're talking about is their solutions, and so the research in that paper shows that a certain Tesla-like frequency type thing, but not, uh, but similar, has had a hundred percent success rate 
and nullifying radiation of all sorts, of all sorts. So uh, this research was done in, in 2010-2012, actually it was part of that research, and everybody has some kind of radiation, and every 100% of the people, they started with 33 plus 150, all went to zero intracellular radiation. Now, that's significant. It applies to this situation as well. So if we got a 100% success rate with basically 183 people, roughly speaking, uh, uh, in 100% go to zero radiation, we have a very simple uh, thing. Uh, this red news is 12 drops uh, once a day for 56 days, and then take it like, maybe three times a week after that, because we're all people who have taken the, the shots. Um, radiation radiates, making a pun, but not really meant to, radiation radiates. And so when you're around people who've been uh, injected, just like if somebody gets x-ray treatments for breast cancer or prostate cancer or something, they're giving off radiation. So we're all kind of exposed to people around us. And one of the research uh, points in the paper is that if, uh, let, let's say, somebody, uh, you know, your wife or husband gets radiated for cancer, and you sleep in the same bed, you are going to, and by the next day, you've already picked up an equal amount of radiation. So, okay, let me ask you a question about that point. Um, when you're around a radioactive source like that, another person or whatever it happens to be, I can see how you would have your own, if it's strong enough radiation, you would have maybe your own tissue damage from the radiation, from the proximity of it. But that's a different issue than you becoming a new radiation source. So which one of those applies? Or No, you do become a new radiation source. It's not a different issue. See, the radiation happens, the level we're talking about at the intracellular ionizing radiation that okay. you're picking up and it, it's hitting all those levels. And so you also, maybe a lot less, but you are still doing it. Okay. The main point is, in a really simple way, as we look at how... Now, we, we have a special iodine that's really good for neutralizing the spike proteins. It actually reacts with them and neutralizes it. It resets damage from the spike protein uh, by reactivating four or five fold, repairing the P53 gene, which then can repair the cells, or it can create apoptosis, which uh, is the uh, killing off of the cells to create new and healthy cells. So you have a few things, and this is an additional piece for the radiation, which the aluminine doesn't necessarily treat. This treats it right on with 100% results. So we have some very simple ways to protect ourselves against this thing that's generally affecting the, uh, everyone. That's the beauty of it. Is that uh, report available on, on the website that you mentioned? Yes. Okay. It's up there now. Okay. Now, 
we're, I mean, realize there's many factors here. This is one that hasn't been talked about. But we make a really pretty good case, well documented, with uh, lots of references, lots of references, um, that this is something to be considered in the, in the bigger picture. That's that's really our point with this. Is like okay, this is an easy thing to treat. It's something to really be considered, uh, and can make a difference for your longevity, it, uh, and quality of life. That's why it's important, uh, and it is something we believe is there. Now, do we have proof? We don't have a hundred percent proof. We have, as they say, you know inside people telling us that. But it's very hard to know what's going on. So when you are faced with the choice of, well, maybe I just get a bottle of this and take 12 drops a day for 56 days to clear myself, because I don't know exactly, and we can't, nobody's telling what's really in these things. We have to, we have to kind of do circumstantial evidence, which is just what we did. What would ideally be needed to make some kind of a proof that you're talking about? I mean, if the if whatever technology you wanted was available, what would it be? Well, there's two pieces I would say. First, the ideal thing is to find out what they're putting in. That would be easy. Okay. Short of that, there's a certain technology where you can actually, but it's not really available. When the initial research was done in 2010 for two years, there's a person who, who, a kind of independent researcher, who had developed a very sophisticated way to measure the intracellular radiation. And that's not available anymore, unfortunately, because he died. And nobody knows how to work his stuff, including his son. So that's a problem. Yeah, it's hard to imagine how you would actually do that. Sophisticated, but, um, you know, so we'd like to be able to measure it, but we don't, we don't know how to, to, to do it anymore because that guy took it with him. Right, right. <clears throat> Unfortunately. But again, uh, we have to look at the other side of it is they already got that and you can't, um, start glowing without the radi- without the radioactive nucleotides or the graphene hydroxide in addition to luciferase. So it's kind of like circumstantial evidence saying, well, if you're glowing, they added luciferase, the only way you're going to grow is to have a radioactive nucleotide in there. You know, that's, that suggests a test and demonstration that could be done, right? Because what if you got people that were glowing and you gave them this material, these drops that you're talking about and see if they're not glowing after that. Uh, I think it's a great idea. It's, uh, it's just a little tricky, but I, I think it would be a really useful way to do it. I think it would be incredible because once that was demonstrated, there would be no question I mean, what it, whatever the details of how the glowing is is created, if it's gone, 
um, that's pretty strong evidence that something is right neutralizing it. So you need some glowing people to participate. Yes. Uh, and maybe get some glowing insights from it. So right. I think it's, uh, it's really worth it, simple to do. Because you can get the, so I, I carry it at my, uh, you know, a place where people get it at Dr. Cousins Global. Um, people can get the rad neutral. And if you're already glowing, we know you're glowing under dark light, you know, try taking it for 56 days, see what happens. Right. You, this is and not, let kind us of, know. this is not the kind of study that needs 50 million in funding. No, it just, just needs people to do it. Yeah, because it's very difficult putting this all together. It's not so. I mean, these people are really demonically smart. Is and is I, there? Do, do you have that. a mechanism on the website where this rad neutral product is sold? Yes. Yeah. Uh, is, is there a mechanism to do a review? Because that could be used as a proto- prototypical report of experience for the glowing people and everybody else. We'd have to set it up. We're, we're just brainstorming right now. Yeah. So we'd have to set it up. That's probably the quickest and cheapest and easiest way to Way, yeah. Because even if we get five people who've been glowing and they take it, there's a statement. There's what we call suggestion. Right. Oof. Exactly, but this could become something much stronger because yeah. if, the, if they're glowing, you want them to take a picture of that, right? Yeah. And then, and then uh, take a picture afterwards. Right. Um, and that's kind of exciting. This know? is how real research starts. Yeah. You know, I, I want to say one other thing about research is that Usually in a laboratory, things are set up to try to get close to one variable to change. Everything else held the same. And then you see if you change one variable, you get a different result and you connect them. The problem with that is in real life, like, you know, what they call the real world where we're all living, you don't just have one variable. You have a whole lot of variables, most of which are not even known. So what matters, you don't want to take a million years to track down testing one variable at a time. You take a real situation like glowing people and say, okay, glowing people, take a picture to prove you're glowing and then try this, these drops that you're talking about and take another picture and tell us what happened. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think that's a, a very doable. I will talk to Nani about that. I, I think it's a, a real interesting test and it's simple. Uh, now, this is kind of what we call kind of clinical suggestion upon which then you can do more uh, total research on. But it's an indication. And that's like the very first step of doing any research. And it's not a, having to wait 100 years until they have a couple more variables pinned down. That's you right. Know, changes the situation right away. Yeah, so we may set something up on our website and, uh, you know, ask if people want to do that. Yeah. And to, uh, I'll talk to people who, who uh, kind of own the store there and see what uh, 
if they're okay with that. And uh, I think it's simple. It's elegant, too. It's, it's really simple. It would be important. Um, yeah. Let me ask you a timing question, because we were saying we're setting this at one hour per episode, and right. we started a few minutes late. Do you want to end by giving people a hand of what we're going to get into on the next time we talk here? Well, I think the, the first thing I want to just say as a kind of wrapping this up yeah. is, you know, it fits in. As our focus is how do we improve every level of the quality of your life? Now, a lot of our topic will be more on the spiritual aspects of this. But here we are doing a physical kind of an unknown aspect, at least for most people. Um, but our work is how do we serve everyone? And our topics will be all about helping people think about it. And you just saw us do a thinking process. Like, uh, like okay, now we have actually something that's come out of it, a, a, an approach. We're not helpless here. We actually have uh, a way of, of looking at it will maybe give us some information. Um, so that's kind of our, I think, our overall goal is how do we take these uh, human uh, situations, which are multiplying in many ways, and it's not all going to be about, you know, the virus. It's life that we're talking about because the spiritual life is like, the key to dealing with every aspect of it. So that's kind of, I think, would be a fair statement. Richard, does that feel right to you? Yeah, that's good. Um, I think what would be good is in wrapping it up is two things. One is give a clue of what you think we're going to get into next time and how people can interact also. But also, in general, the projects that you're involved in to let people know how they can keep up with all those things, too. That's a lot. So uh, first, I'm going to wrap this up by saying we brought up a topic and we brought it up with a solution. Right. So any topic that we're going to bring up, we're not going to leave you hanging. We're going to give you a, a workable solution that's going to uplift your life and protect your health and your consciousness. So that's kind of the, the mode. Today we brought up this idea of, of uh, probable radiation, what we can do it in a simple way about it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to look at all the different, I'm going to say health and spiritual, because to me, where I'd like to go with this discussion as we're ending is, what goes on? In our world that we're slipping into this, have slipped into a mass psychosis, what's wrong with the picture? And why aren't people like Richie and myself not slipping into that? What's what's going on and what we can do about it? That, to me, would be the probably one of the most important topics we can talk about. Um, so maybe that's what we need to talk about. It's like, what, what is happening with that. I mean, I can say when you meditate, when you know that the soul is immortal, okay, there's no death for the self, it's hard to go into a state of fear when you know that there's no death for the self. 
But what's the problem? We get identified with the body. And that's what creates fear. So, but it's a psychological state that doesn't let us see the bigger picture. So we're going to be dealing with those kinds of questions. And I would bring up the, for our next week is talking about the male psychosis that's going on all over the world. How does that sound to you, Richard? Yeah, I think it's a really good idea um, that this thing is going all over the Internet right now about mass formation psychosis, but that's just a name. You know, the the names really don't control the reality. It's the real, other way around. So rather than saying, oh, that's this, it's like the mentality of diagnosing a disease instead of understanding what's underneath it. The phenomenon, our job is to understand what's underneath Right. And putting a Latin name on something doesn't make you understand it. <laughs> right. So, and, and also to offer some level of solution. It's all about solutions. I don't see any reason to talk about any of this stuff, this bad stuff going on, other than to strategically understand what needs to be solved and then come up with a solution. And in the end of the story, how do we elevate how do we take each one of these situations and elevate everyone spiritually in, in, in their approach to it? Right, because there's no point in just benefiting a few people. Everybody deserves to be helped. Yeah. Right. And if to find so out choose, who they, If they so choose. Well, I'm saying that they deserve it. That means they, it's, they're worth giving everything to, and then they decide what to do with it. Yeah. And uh, so this is good. So that's kind of how we're, we're doing it. So it's kind of like bringing up issues. Again, it's not all going to be about this particular thing. It's, it's, it's life issues as well that we're all open, facing. Open, open discussion. Yeah. And in fact, you know, since there's no convenient time when everybody can tune in live, so anybody that sees this on a recording is welcome to suggest questions and topics. Yeah, right? and I just want to point out that the two things that help with this thing is also the special uh, illuminating, which is a special iodine, that can reverse a lot of the radioactive type things that have gone on, plus the red new. Those are the two things that are concrete in terms of approaching this. So I, I'm pointing that out to so people can understand. And that's also at the website that you mentioned, right? Yes. And just Dr. Cousins Global. Simple place. Simple. DrCousinsGlobal.com, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. So everybody's input is invited. And... Um, try to make this interactive. Yeah, so topics that people would like to see address, they can send it to you, right, Richard? Is there a way? They can, to- yeah. Richard at globalleadersconsulting.com And that way we can kind or of... Richard at, or Richard at lostartsradio.com, either one. And that way we, we can respond to what's on people's minds. Yeah, because, I mean, who cares if it's not stuff that you guys are interested in? I mean, it's supposed to open up communication, right? Right. And and I think one of the other themes that is important 
although everybody's got their own free will to decide when they want to learn something and what they want to learn and what direction they want to explore and what they want to identify with. But um, do you remember in the, in, did you see the movie Avatar? Yes. Back? Remember when they were studying the trees on that planet and they said, wow, all these roots are connected and the trees are all networked and communicating with each other. Um, that applies to humans and all life forms, not as a belief. I mean, I'm not even interested in beliefs very much other than as roadblocks to real discovery. But in on a real level, we're all networked. So there's no real dichotomy between um, selfishness and selflessness. If you're really selfish, which everybody that I've ever met is or heard about, then you want to pour out everything you, that you've got to help everybody else because it's all you. And we're networked like that. So yes, yes that yes. leads to some interesting places because some of those people you might not like very much and you're still networked with them. So part of my idea of solutions is how do we get strong enough connected to our original state, which is still there under the programming so that it's way more light than the darkness might be in some of the other people. And they, I'm not interested in destroying bad people. I'm interested in waking them up. Self-defense, yeah, when necessary, obviously. But that's not the ultimate solution. It's uh, solving the whole issue. So maybe we can work on that together. Absolutely. Just providing understandings that can support people who are ready to wake up. Right. And if you don't have to you know, destroy everybody who's who you classify as bad because in a fight, both people classify each other as bad, you know. Right. If you don't have to do that, then you don't have to hate anybody. You you do what you have to do on the physical level, including any level of self-defense or defense of others. But you, that doesn't require hating anybody at all. No. So there's a whole other approach that's not weak, and we can get into that too. Excellent. So, anyway, thank you, Dr. Cousins. I think this is going to be really interesting. And really, this is good. Please give us your input, you guys. And and show up live if you want to, because uh, they're on some of these platforms. You can make comments in real time. But if you show, if you send them in during the week, then we'll have time to get to them, which would be great. So, Anyway, thank you, Dr. Cousins. You want to okay, thank you, Richard, and may everyone be blessed that this kind of begins to open your your heart and your mind to have a holistic experience of consideration of what we're talking about. Because it's all about this gift that we're getting, which seems very adverse. How do we turn it into a place to help us expand spiritually and to expand our consciousness? Right, exactly. And the physical world is just down on the physical level, but it doesn't have to be hell on earth. The people that are working toward that are a little bit confused. They think it's a really good idea. I'm saying not really. And right. we, can do, we can have it turn out to be the opposite. We have the power. 
it will turn out to be the opposite, and we do have the power. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. So Thank may you, everyone be blessed, and Richard, you too. Thank you. I'll see you. And Doug. Thank you for your good work behind the scenes. All right. And this is international, obviously. And I really want to invite people from every country in the world to join us. You know, we're already speaking from two different countries right now. And we need to overcome this idea that countries have to be in in, uh, war with each other. You just got one family of people, just a few of them got delinquent and started identifying with evil stuff. And they just made a mistake. We need to correct them. Yeah, well, when we shine the light, it keeps everybody gets turned up. Yeah, so every continent on the world should be represented and uh, like lights that are going to change the world situation. That you actually, with we can talk about at some point the frequency that is coming out of every life form, and it's very strong in humans. It's just usually not focused, and if you learn how to do that and work on it everything is is changeable. The physical just reflects that. Perfect. So, all right. Thank you, Dr. Cousins. We'll wrap it up. And, Thank uh, you, Richard. And then, good. Meet you here next time. Okay. Talk to you soon. Okay, good. And I want to tell you guys, um, this is a spontaneous idea that Gabriel brought up, and I thought, wow, that sounds like a good idea. Anything that we can do to encourage and support each other and uh, change the atmosphere from fear to love. And I'm not, that's a whole long discussion in itself. I'm not talking about love like, wow, that person is fantastic. I love them. It's, it's intentional, proactive love that you have the power to give to anybody. And it's like the blessing that uh, Gabriel is talking about. You do that all day during your life, and it affects the people that you consider bad that you don't even like. And um, there are levels of what's going on that are very real, but they're not physical. And they help determine what shows up on the physical level. We can get into that if you want to. I, I think it's important. So, And we'll think about how also to let people know about uh, this series, because as whenever all three of us are available... We're going to repeat it at this time on Tuesdays. And um, I don't know if it's Tuesday everywhere. Actually, it might be a different time. Yeah, I think it's really early Tuesday in Australia New Zealand, but but still at a time that they could come to. And let more people know, and we'll think about how to announce it. And in the meantime, stay in touch with us at lostartsradio.com. You'll see where we're on different platforms that are not... Um, being censored at the moment and, and stay in touch that way so you don't lose connection. And Doug just put up uh, the website and planetaryhealingclub.com, which is where we have a private group that you're welcome to join anytime if you want to. And that's about working on yourself physically, forbidden health information, and applying it. Because real health information, you must know, is... Um, violently suppressed in the U.S. and most of the world right now. But it still exists, and it's been known for thousands of years. And you can get most of your own health back through your own efforts, and we talk about that. We're not giving medical advice, obviously. You can't do that, and I don't want to do that anyway. Uh, But we talk about things that's still 
legal in most parts of the world, although they're trying to change it. Um, that group is unusual, so you're welcome, planetaryhealingclub.com. And we're not doing any kind of commercials at the moment, so if you have resources and you want to help us do this kind of stuff, we have projects on hold that are not happening because there's no funding yet. So if you'd like to help us get those things going, um, go to the lostartsradio.com website. There's a donate button there and also a subscribe star link. Either of those works fine. And if you have questions about what we have in mind to do, Richard at lostartsradio.com, I'll answer as soon as I can. Um, I'm also particularly interested in finding out, not just to support us, but in general, to help change the direction that the world is going in right now. Where are the billionaires that are not totally oblivious to what's going on? And again, it's not just to support us, but billionaires need to get educated, you know, um, find out what has to happen to agriculture to change it. New ag schools that show how to do regenerative agriculture beyond what is classified as organic. Uh, somebody has to have the money to start agriculture schools that are real, that don't destroy the planet with ridiculous uh, poisonous chemicals that you're supposed to spray on the soil and the food, and then you eat it. This is not brilliant, <laughs> but that's what's taught in ag school. I know I was in one for a while. Um, same thing with medicine. A lot of the great doctors that we've had on our uh, Sunday show and and even the Saturday show occasionally have talked about the need to set up a completely parallel health care system. And I think that's urgent. You know, why should we wait for everything to crash, which is part of the agenda that's playing out right now, before setting up a substitute that's way better, a real health care system that's not about, you know, being based on drug dealing and creating constant sickness for business and for extermination. That's not really a very good model for a healthcare system in America that was uh, made the official plan in about 1910 with the Flexner Report, but it had been going on in a lot of places before that. That's not healthcare. That's a disease business where you make believe you've got a medicine and the medicine makes you sick. And you say, well, that don't worry about your new sickness. We have a new medicine for that, which is another toxic chemical. You know, it's not what Hippocrates talked about 2,500 or so years ago. He said, for people who want to be in the health business, do no harm. First, do no harm. He didn't say, well, do harm, but, you know, put it in the package insert. He said, don't do any harm at all. Not a reasonable amount. Just don't do any. And what he was getting at was that real medicine doesn't have what they call side effects that are negative. It just doesn't have any, you know, and we need to get back to that. So, again, where are the bil- billionaires to set up real uh, health health schools? Naturopathic colleges were supposed to be that. Now most of them push vaccines. I mean, that's, it's not stupid, it's evil. It's also stupid because if you hurt other people on purpose, it always hurts you, and most of us, you know, all of us that I know have gone through lessons to learn that. You do something unthinking that hurts somebody else, and it always hurts you. No exceptions at all. 
we're all networked, like we're saying. So some of the billionaires need to get together and talk about how to set up real uh, schools that don't get corrupted by taking government money. I think that's what happened in the naturopath colleges. They take money from the federal government. They they look for accreditation. They look for acceptance in the medical community and the uh, health organizations. And they get con- uh, convinced that we have to become real medical schools. No, you don't. That's a drug dealer business, invasive procedures. You have to be real doctors and real schools. That's totally different. The billionaires have work to do. And I don't know of any right now that are fully into this stuff, and they need to be, because if you're a billionaire, your life here, your time is limited also, and what you do is going to stay with you when you leave. Um, Besides, you should just care about everybody else anyway, because we're all manifestations of the same being. We're the same family, but it's deeper than that. And what else could the billionaires do? Bring out the technology for telecommunications, that is not weaponized. The current cell phone radiation is really bad for you. If you go around holding it on your head, you're asking for brain tumors. It's not brilliant. And that's not necessary to use frequencies like that at all. That's intentional. It's just the people lower down in the industry don't know about it. And so they're sincerely helping to spread it. You know, the reps at the telecom companies, they don't know. Because there's nobody teaching the truth about that either on a, a, what would you say, institutionalized level, like set up schools of real science and engineering and technology and uh, deeper levels of quantum physics and things that are really going on so that you understand the educational system does not have to be used to make people oblivious to what's happening, which is what's going on now. People come out of higher education and they can't think clearly anymore and they have no more common sense and they've learned that emotion is meaningless. Your hunches and intuitions should never be listened to and somebody's got to come up with the money and the intent to start a real educational system and I think if you look at when would be a good time to do it like today or tomorrow would be fine. And there's a lot of other projects like that. So... If you're a billionaire, it's fine to, you know, have your yacht and your private jets and everything like that. But beyond that, taking care of yourself and your family and people around you, it's a really urgent situation on the planet right now. It's almost like in the old Superman comics when they were on Krypton and Superman was a baby. He wasn't Superman yet. And his parents, I forget his parents' names, but some of the comic Uh, buffs will know about that but they said there's a chain reaction what they said it everybody said oh my god a chain reaction it was like quantum is now it says it's really impressive terminology and they said our planet is doomed i don't think that we're at that point we can turn it around still but if you have resources and you know you're sitting on all this money and connections and everything that could help change it you shouldn't just be focusing on entertainment. The end of entertainment is everything's gone and you get nothing from it. And I'm not against entertainment, but that's not the main focus. And especially if there's a planetary life-threatening extinction event 
not just happening in nature, it's happening by design of people who are posing as uh, great friends of yours that are saving you from terrible dangers. It's time to wake up enough to realize what's happening, not just to go around saying, this is happening, this is happening, everything's terrible, we're all dead. Not, not like that. You know, we're not physical beings. We're wearing costumes. And it's time to realize what that means. We get those abilities back with that consciousness, not through a belief that does not do it. It has to be experiential and stable. But there are ways to do that. That's what the Planetary Healing Club idea was. But you can do it anywhere. You can do it by yourself or with friends who understand what you're talking about, whatever you're thinking of. But the point is to do it. Planetary Healing Club should be inspiring other groups, which I'm sure, you know, would be open to doing the same thing, and then network all over the world. You know, one family right now that's all split up and unaware of each other, it needs to get back together right now and break out of the hypnosis. I think there's still time. So anyway, that's what Lost Arts Radio is about. Help us spread the links because we're heavily censored and shadow banned. Um, if they recognized us for what we are, we'd be a lot more shadow banned. And unfortunately, that's probably going to happen because of this idea of telling the truth. Not defending a point of view. You know, because if any of us, if we get proven to be wrong, that's great. Because then we find out one step closer to what's right. That's the kind of debate I want to see people cooperating. You know, not trying to prove the other guy's an idiot but to cooperate and share information and learn from each other. That's the idea. So hopefully we can get it to spread if you agree with that and you're willing to help us. So that's the message. Take care of yourself. That's step one. Get your health back. Learn about how you getting away from drugs wherever you can. Some doctors will even help you do that. And learn about nutrition and the main thing that makes that all possible, because you run into emotional blocks if you try to do that, is to learn about who you are. You're not mind. You're not your costume. That you're, It's an amazing conscious costume that is capable of communicating with you. But it's not you. And it has nothing to do with beliefs. Those get in the way. It has to do with finding out and then testing it, experiencing it, and it gets shared automatically. So... If you want to help us reach more people, please do that because we're at this point, nobody knows we exist compared to the people that need to know. And uh, you're, you're the person that we think is the hope for the future um, because you're not the limited being you think you are. And we got to move that away from belief and hope into experience. That's what the project's about. So, We'll look forward to seeing you soon. we got a Saturday show and a Sunday show and a Planetary Healing Club private meeting. And then we're going to try to keep up as many Tuesdays as possible with this meeting with uh, conversations with Gabriel. Let us know if you think that's a good idea. Whatever you think, we'd like to hear. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Have a good week. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly 
to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum, as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.